Good afternoon, everybody. What's up, family? Welcome to the Real Estate Podcast. I'm your co-host, Melvin Dickens, along with my partner, Al Davis. And we are glad to be here. Can you believe it, Al? We have had one year. This is our one-year anniversary show. We've been doing the Real Estate Podcast for one year. It's been a glorious year. Man, time flies when you're having fun. It's been an awesome year, man. I can't believe it. And to be honest, I I blew it. I, I saw on Facebook sending me a reminder of one of the social media posts or something that says a one-year anniversary. And I said, Al, I know we took a little hiatus, but we got to get back, start doing the show, put some good content out here for you guys. Um, it's been a tremendous year, man. We've been so busy, man. We've done about 10 properties since you last seen us, about 10 houses last year. In addition to, you know, some other small jobs, we're getting, getting our hands in a little bit of development. We're going to tell you about that. Um, of course, the mentor class has still been going on. So we've been mad busy, of course. Um, even in my development work uh, with Coppin High CDC, got a promotion. I'm executive director now. Yeah. So uh, thanks, man. Appreciate executive that. Executive director. So doing a lot of a lot of good stuff. Um, development. A lot of stuff is on deck for us. And so we want to shout out. Really, just take this time to shout out, man. Al, can you imagine? It's been a year. Some of the great people that um, I've been fortunate to know through you, um, uh, like a good brother, Pete Pekovic. Pete, that's my guy. Yeah, I love man. Pete. And uh, what is Victoria, Victoria Properties? Yeah, yeah, Victoria Properties. Yeah, yeah. Pete's, Pete's a great guy. Uh, we've had uh, Mark Owens on the show. Mark, I love Mark. Another great developer, man. Guy who's into multi-unit uh, buildings, doing great work. Um, then a, a good brother, Kimoy Martin, man. I mean, traveling the world. Yeah, man. You guys gotta follow him on Instagram, Kimoy Martin Adventures, man. He is like. I'm just super envious, man. He's everywhere. Luxembourg, uh, <laughs> Bangladesh, I mean, uh, uh, Bora just Italy, yeah, yeah, everywhere, yeah. man. He's everywhere, man, doing, and then doing, you know, some of the most exotic hotels and just traveling, but he he's a, a good brother to know um, if you're interested in that Airbnb, that long-term rental part mm -hmm. of the, the real estate business. So we've had him on. Shout out to, to Kimoy Martin Adventures, also Victoria Properties, people for going well. So my man, Jeff Schiller. That's my guy, Jeffrey yeah, P. Yeah. Jeffrey P. Schiller, uh, with True Title in um, Clarksville, Maryland. Yeah. So yeah. you need any title work, go there. You need any hard money, holler at Jeff. He got you covered. Make That's sure you tell hard him. Hard money lenders, right? Yeah. HMB, hard money bankers. Yeah, hard money bankers. Yeah, so tell him Miller, Al sent you with Sky Miles, LLC. He'll take care of you. Yeah, man. So that's another good brother that um, uh, we've had on. In addition to um, another brother's doing great work, I guys, I'm sure you guys seen him. Um, Khalil Ukta, Charm City yeah, Buyers. Yeah. Um, they doing. They got. They doing similar programs similar to us with their mentorship program. Um, they got a lot of projects going on in East Baltimore now. He's even got a few from the ground projects, developmental projects going. In addition to doing the rehabs with the students, um, he's doing some great work. And uh, then uh, uh, Miss Teresa Stevens. Oh, Teresa, yeah, Miss Teresa, I love her from DHCD. She's been a. Uh, I'm gonna shout her out. She's been on the show talking to us about acquiring properties, uh, some of the ways that you can navigate with housing in the city. Um, and so uh, she's been on the show um, as well. So we've had a good um, a good group of, of, of guests and we wanted to shout all of them out. Um, you can check them out equally on uh, their own websites. And um, go back and take a look at some of our older shows yeah, because some good information is out there. Um, you know, we've been talking and picking Al's brain, real estate guru's brain, getting some information just about what we're doing. And so, um, I can't believe again, it's been a year. We've done about 10 houses in that time. 
in addition to um, our wholesaling business, which we kind of keep that going up. So anybody looking for any wholesale deals, um, hit us up. We got a list that we send out, um, but we can also send you some stuff if you want. I know Al's got a couple other uh, deals with some um, with some banks. He can talk to you about that too. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, hit us up, Sky Miles LLC, uh, for the mentorship program. Um, listen, we'll work something out with you. You know, I know if you look at that cost, that might scare a lot of people, but we'd be willing to work something out with you. Come get this knowledge. Come learn this knowledge. Um, maybe you're not ready right now. Maybe you're not ready for six months. Maybe you won't be ready for another year. But get the knowledge. Get with somebody who knows the game, who knows the business. Let me tell you something. I've only been knowing Al for a long time. I've only been working with him about four years. <clears throat> but in that time, what I've learned has been invaluable to me. I could not put a price tag on it. So um, just to be able to, for myself, as I told you, I got a promotion, um, as I said, working with a nonprofit, Coppin High CDC um, in West Baltimore. And just to have that knowledge, even though some of the work is a slightly different, I'm doing larger scale development as far as scatter site development mm -hmm. but it's development in and of itself and so having the, the concept of the process in your mind of how to assess a property um, how to think about if the deal is going to be a, a pencil deal a deal um, that, that the bank um, is going to pencil in terms of that just simply mean they're going they're going to fund it um, this is this is how we do it and so um, it's been invaluable so i say get with somebody who know if you don't want to give it us, that's fine. But please give it somebody you know. I want Al to talk about this because we're talking about this real estate thing, and I don't want to put nobody's names out there. But we we met a young brother. Al met this young brother who um, had been asking him, had been watching him move in the community, and he started to do real estate himself. And I was giving some tutelage, not necessarily through the mentorship program, just picking his brain. And uh, why don't you tell the situation, man, about what happened to this brother? He, he kind of oh, went okay. and uh, got, got some folks about. who were not on it. So talk, right. talk a little bit about so that story, man. I think we want to take time and ask everyone, to, if you want to get into real estate, I want you to be cognizant of who you're dealing with. Because when you go to get mentorship, like there's a lot of people out there that, that might be flashy, might be on the private jets, might be driving expensive cars, but they might not have the experience that that you need to show you how to do real estate. They just might want to get you in and take the class. You really gotta look into them and see what projects they've done, how's their name in the community, you know what I'm saying, their experience and that they're truly honest. Like a lot of people draw you in. I had a guy that I was just giving them information. Like people call me all the time and just ask me, how do I do this, Al, I'm trying to buy this house. I'll walk you through it. Like no one could ever say that Al never helped them. So I'll answer any question if, if you can catch me, you know? So I will help them. But he seen a guy that was real flashy on the internet, Instagram, or whatever. So he was saying that he'll teach him real estate. Right, right. But it's a hundred thousand dollars. He wanted a hundred thousand dollars to teach him how to do real estate flip houses. So wow. he went and gave him a hundred thousand dollars, and the guy stopped calling him back and all that. So then he was calling me saying, "Can I get a lawyer to get my money back from this guy and stuff like that?" And you know, it's just people you run into can't buy the facade you can't really be fooled by that you gotta make sure that people got substance if they're gonna teach you how to do real estate you gotta make sure that they've done it in the past and that you've seen their successes like literally seen their successes and other people around them contribute to their success so you can hear good things about them don't just pick somebody off the internet and go throw them a hundred thousand fifty thousand twenty thousand to teach you real estate and they really not doing that except collecting money from people and then collect the money for other people to pay those people and things like that. So make sure you be cognizant and do your investigating <clears throat> on people. Yeah, I was to say, just 
make sure you get if you if you if you're following anybody and i know a lot of people teach and i know um we talked about the brother Khalil Ukta. He, he's a good brother. Charm City Bias. They do the same thing. They do a they they got they do a mentorship program, but but he's proven right. He's proven has got has a decent track record, has a decent reputation, and there's somebody you could put your hands on, right? right. I'm not saying you might want to go with them. I don't know what their prices is. We're here not we're not here necessarily promoting his brand, but what I'm trying to say is that you know there are a lot of people out there. You know now that I started the real estate podcast. Just on my social media, I get all kinds of real estate people wanting to follow me on Instagram, wanting to follow me on Facebook, and hit me up on LinkedIn. And people are putting information out there, and that's good. A lot of the information is good. I, I tell you, I, I follow um, uh, my, my brothers Rashad Balau and uh, uh, I can't think of the other brother's name, but a group called Earn, Earn Your Leisure, right? Um, they big time. They're going all around doing seminars, and they're doing great work. Um, but they but they got a track record. They're proven, and so. Um, and not to say that everybody who's 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 small uh, is not proven. Everybody who's large is proven too. I'm just trying to say, do your research is basically what Alan tried to say. In this situation, you know, I know the guy looked flashy. You know, he had a nice car. Everybody wanted to drive a nice car. Everybody wanted to look good. Uh, want to floss, um, as they say, um, stunt on them, whatever you want to call it, whatever the term is today. But <clears throat> the thing is, man, please do your research. You don't want to give somebody your hard-earned money. Then you're trying to get your money back. Right. You know, that's money you could be investing in the property. That's money you could be paying someone else exactly. um, to, to actually mentor you uh, and walk you through um, the process. And again, I'm not discounting anybody, um, but I just say make sure you do your due diligence in terms of how you want to um, get with somebody in, in the mentoring game. Because I think it's a lot of people out here saying they know stuff, um, but again, you want somebody that's proven. You want somebody that's proven, um, somebody that's trustworthy. Um, and, and somebody's going to meet your needs because some folks may know it, <clears throat> but they may be too busy, right? You may need more hands-on. Um, you may need more uh, sort of hand-holding, for lack of a better term. Um, you, may, you may not do well just sitting in a classroom with 30 other people, um, you know, going through some PowerPoint presentations. You may need to actually um, get in. That's kind of how I am. I'm the type of person. I love the way um, we do our mentorship. When I started working with Al, I actually can jump in the truck with him go to the site, go to Home Depot, uh, go look at the houses, you know, when, when people are sending us the deals um, and do our assessments. And so um, that for me was more important. You know, the, the concept, I can get around it, but I actually needed to see it and feel it. Like, that helped me get my mind wrapped around it. Um, and so everybody learns differently, of course, but we just wanted to share that, man, because I know it's a lot of people out here talking about mentorship and, you know, if you give them money, they'll show you how to flip your money and do that. There's a lot of people that's doing crowdfunded you know in other words you don't have to put up you know the money to invest in a property they're using multiple um, investors on one property right so they may ask you to put up five thousand seven thousand a piece and then say you can get a return on your money and, and those are some good opportunities too but again i always say do your homework man ask around um you know it's interesting you know particularly in a city like baltimore and even the whole dmv area you know, you'd be surprised who knows each other, who's running across each other. Exactly. And then you'd be like, wow, he know him or they know them. Um, and so just just, just do your due diligence, do your homework. Yeah. And if I can say this, Mel, the, the, and I try to convey this to everyone, this game is very, very simple. It's a simple game. So it's just a lot of hard work and a lot of relationships. So if you can put your relationships with the hard work and you got the basic structure and know what to do, if somebody can just give you the basic structure, and you're willing to work hard, it's a simple game to make money in this thing. So 
Just make sure you put yourself around the right people and build the right relationships. Yeah. So like now, oh man, I mean, it's been a year, man. It's been exciting. Yeah, you know, the weather's changing again. And, but there's been some changes a little bit in the real estate market, right? I mm -hmm. know interest rates have gone up. So it kind of, I don't want to say it slowed down, but it seems like to me, this just in my opinion and what I've been witnessing in our work together is that more people are trying to do uh, rentals now instead of doing flips because um, the interest rates going up and those first, those price point uh, uh, home buyers, which would be that first time home buyer around 200,000, 175, 220, 230. That's a that first time home buyer. Um, that interest rate going up this, you know, these three, four points really hurts them because that yes. knocks them out of being able to qualify for a house versus now they can't qualify. That's true. Um, just those few interest rates, those, those points hurt because now that that, that their mortgage payment goes up yes. uh, a significant amount um, just by those few percentage points. So tell me what kind of, what have you been seeing, man, over the past year, kind of mm -hmm. since we got started in, in the market, man? Well, what I've been seeing is like, because of the interest rates, the, the because of the increase in rise in interest rates, like I, I'll give you an example of the two, last two houses on, we had one on Bel Air. Bel Air Road, yeah. When we, when we was working on it, the interest rates didn't max out, but then they maxed out when we finished it. So you talking, like for example, the interest rate was 4% went to 8%. Well then, if you had a thousand dollar mortgage at the 4%, that's it's double, so there's gonna be a 2,000. So only the people that could afford a thousand, they can't afford the 2,000, so they're out the market. Right. So we had to take the property which we originally planned on listing at 180,000. We had to, we ended up selling for 150,000, which is a $30,000 loss. So you, you, you looking at the person that's doing the rehab, that's doing the flip, they looking at making 180,000 on a deal, they lose 30,000, which is not a little tiny bit of money. So we had to end up selling it for 150. So that's, that's a big difference and a big impact on the flipper or right. the person that's doing the homeowner flip. Right. So those are the type of impacts that the interest rates are having and that the market is having. So instead of taking a $30,000 loss, a lot of people, and what we're gonna do, if we didn't get that 150 buyer, we're just gonna turn it into a rental because we're in it at 107. So we're just gonna take the 107 that we owe, refinance it, pull the money out and put a rent in there to cover the refinance amount. So I'll give you an example if you yeah. want. No, no, okay. Okay, well, go ahead, go ahead, go for the listeners. I okay. mean, I know, I know it. Come so on. For, for instance, we wanted to get 180 for the house. We was in it at 107, right. so we would have made 73,000. We couldn't get a buyer at 180. We had to get, we could only take a buyer for 150 because no one was even offering above 155. Right. So we, if we decided to leave it as a rental, we would have been in it at 107. <laughs> I would have got a rental, I could have got a rental for that house for 1800 a month. Now, Three one of, rounds, yeah. right, I was only in it for 107. I would have went in and re, we got appraisal the appraisal only came back at 155. So I would have refinanced it at 155, took out 80% of that, mm -hmm. right? Whatever the 80% of the 155 was, would have been our payments. So whatever the rental was paying was the 1800 in rent, would have covered our rental, our, our mortgage amount at the 155, um, plus an excess of what the mortgage amount is, the rent would have covered it. Instead of just selling for the 150, and then when the market hopefully come back around, Maybe we could get 180 for it in the future. Right, right. But we got an income stream during the time that the interest rates were high, hoping with the hopes that it'll come down. Yeah, it's interesting, man, because I know um, in terms of the homeowner flips and the, and the, and the you know, again, I haven't been doing it as long as you, but 
but most people have been looking for multi-units. So people have hit me up, you got any multi-units, multi-units. People are trying to get, um, you know, properties where they can get some equity in them, but they can get passive income. A lot of people are trying to get that passive income. So, you know, if you got a multi-unit, even the smaller ones at three or four or five units, but if you got three units, let's say in the house, and, and you know, you bring in $400 a month over, you know, what your mortgage is in, in, in the world, it's 1200 a month, right? right. Um, and so, you know, that's a nice look. You do that three or four times, now you're looking at 36 to close to maybe $5,000 a month passive income that you have coming in, in addition to it. I mean, you have your property management charges, of course, you gotta work that out. But, I mean, a lot of people, that's what they're looking to do right now until the market kind of changes. And so I think that's still a good opportunity because what I say is, in a market like Baltimore, everything is going up. So when I started four years ago, I, we were getting wholesale deals at 45, 50,000, sometimes lower than that, but average around 40 to 40, to 45,000, 50,000, we would add our assignment contract fee on that. And you know, typically we're not greedy, so we might only add a $5,000 fee. Now I'm seeing those same properties. So I'll give you an example. We got two houses that's getting ready to come online on Bowling Avenue, I think one is ready. But we, we sold a house one of um, our students came through, sold the house. This was back in 2020, I believe, 21. 21. Uh, 180, right? I think he paid 55 for that house. We had a, con a contract on a house, uh, two blocks down, the 1500 block, uh, for 45, mm -hmm. two years ago. But we just sold one earlier this year, or late last year, for 80. Right. Same block, matter of fact, 10 houses down, it's 10, 10 addresses down. The house we had on the contract for 45, the deal fell through. Um, it was an older couple that was you know, looking to re relocate. Um, but making a long story short, we had the contract for 45, but not even two years later, maybe a year and a half later, the same block, 10 doors down, the house goes for 85. Somebody just uh, 85, no 80 on the wholesale market, we sold it. Uh, Need the same amount of work. Same amount of work, right? Then somebody sent us a house right next door to the house we had, and the bottom line, the lowest we could get on the go was 65. So, um, you know, which didn't leave us enough margin because we, we would try to probably put a, put a fee on it so that we could make some money. What I'm trying to say is, within a year and a half, you got 20 to almost $40,000 increase in just wholesale properties. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying to folks, and I would encourage people, if somebody came to me and thought I was an expert, I'm not Al Davis, but I got some knowledge, yeah, that, yes. listen, Still buy what you can buy now. If you can't flip it, rehab it, get a tenant in there. I know sometimes people don't want to deal with tenants. It's a headache, right? I don't want to be chasing nobody for my rent. Listen, tell them the story about the programs, right? 13 programs, but five years from now, those those prices are gonna go up. I just told you the wholesale market went up almost 20 to $40,000 in less than two years. So imagine what the, the um, after repair value, what the ARV value is gonna be. And so as Baltimore is starting to gentrify, I know people don't like that term, um, it's going, property values are going to do nothing but go up. So now talk a little bit about like the, the programs, man, how that can be for, for rentals and people want to get into rentals. Yeah, so with the market being what it is, if you want to serve, um, if you're looking for rentals, like you talked earlier about the multi-units, you could get a multi-unit, but remember, because a lot of investors call me and they get in over their head because they think they're gonna do a multi-unit rehab for the same they're gonna do a house rehab. And it's just it not work. like that because if you got a three-unit apartment building, you have to look at it like it's three houses. So if you're putting $50,000 in rehab in a house, you're gonna do 50 times three. So you can't think logically that you're gonna spend 
the same amount on a three unit on a rehab that you're gonna spend on a single family home. It's just not like that. And people get mis misinformed as far as the rehab amounts. But if you do decide to go to a rental, we work with about 13 different subsidized rental programs. And the difference has been over the years since the interest rates went up, the rents off, the rent reasonableness has went up. Went up. I got a property that the tenant moved out a year ago and I was renting it for 1600. I rented that, I, I rehabbed the property after they destroyed it. And now we get this, the program is paying me $2,000. $2,000 on um, Decker Avenue in Baltimore. So you figure I bought the property for 40,000, put 40 in it and you get in $2,000 a month for that. So that's a pretty good return on your investment. And the property is also probably worth about, I'm trying to sell it with the rent in it for like 200 or 180 for 200. So that's a good return on your investment. So with the 13 programs, all of them are subsidized, so you don't have to pay as much attention as to collecting the money from the tenant. Right. You know that the money's gonna come every month from the program. Right. And that that plays well when you're trying to do your budget and you wanna know exactly what's coming in every month, as opposed to, are you gonna have to do an eviction or go and knock on their door and collect the money from the tenant. So right. the subsidized programs are something good. We've been dealing with them for about 15 to 20 years. So work, work with me a little bit at, with, with me on that now because now I hate to say it, but some people have prejudice against people who are or subsidized programs, right? Uh -huh. they, they tend to think, oh, I don't want nobody tearing up my property, blah, blah, blah. True. But the flip side is most people, now I heard a lot of investors prefer that, right? Because they want guaranteed money. They yes. don't want to chase nobody for their money. Even if the person has impeccable credit, you know, a market tenant can come in and say, well, hey, I got an issue. I'm putting my rent in escrow because mm -hmm. you ain't cut the grass right. or whatever, right? And they'll do it. So give us a little bit, I mean, maybe the pros and cons. I'm sure you dealt with both, right? You mm -hmm. dealt with market tenants. That's just somebody who's paying cash out of their pocket. They're right. not getting any subsidy from any government or housing agency. Subsidized programs is obviously Section 8, what have you, where the agency is paying their rent automatically. Right. Now, I do know there's different stipulations you have to, requirements you have to meet in terms yes. of the property. Could you talk a little bit about that, Al? Like, what are the pros and cons? Some of the pros and cons is that some of the programs we deal with are income-based, some of them are health-based, some, like, we deal with programs with people with mental problems, we deal with programs with people with income problems, people with homeless problems, right. we house them, they go get a voucher, the program calls us, asks do we have a three bedroom, one bedroom, two bedroom, and then we show the properties. But where a lot of people and investors make mistakes is they don't check the backgrounds. Like we actually go see where the person lived previously, mm -hmm. see their living conditions, because a good judge on how they're gonna keep your property now is how they keep your property in the past. We check their background, check their credit, um, check their rental reference. And like I say, we go see where they currently live before we make a decision on whether to put them in our properties. So you still have to do your, even though the, the program's gonna pay the rent, I right. still wanna know you're getting a decent tenant in your right. property. Right. So we do, our, we, we do our due diligence to make sure we're making right. a good decision for a long-term tenant because we want our, ten, our average tenant stays five to seven years. And That's we good. wanna continue that because yeah. we wanna take care of them, but we, we also want them to take care of our properties. Yeah. So like, I mean, now, there's some different requirements though, right? I know there's a new requirement the city, if you're gonna rent your property, regardless, you have to register that property with the city, right? Yeah, That's even yeah. the market, but isn't there a difference requirement in terms of what 
requirements or guidelines that the property or standards the property has to meet yes and with the programs right yes well if you do a rehab you're going to rent it you have to have a use and occupancy permit you can't rent it to the programs without a use and occupancy but in order to get the use and occupancy permit you have to pull your standard permits your MEPs, your, your, your mechanicals your, your electrical your plumbing and your building permit and you have to go through the whole system and make sure that the city comes out and inspects it and passes it once they pass it, you do your final building and final everything, then you'll get another inspection for use of obviously. Then once you get that, you have to get a rental license, which you have to get another whole another home inspection for your rental license. Mm -hmm. Then you have to get um, you gotta get your rental license and you have to get your um, just register with the city as a non-owner occupant means you don't live in the property right so you got to pay that fee then you have to pay the other fee make sure your property is registered you have to get the inspection to even register your property you got to get it inspected and pass inspection so you got to go through all those procedures in order just to get your property ready yeah. and then lead test now this is all for if you want to use subsidized for yeah if you right? do subsidized, you have to get a lead test you can even get a risk reduction test a limited lead free or lead free we get all lead free because we don't want to get sued. One lawsuit, lead lawsuit, could be the end of your business. Like if somebody sue you for a million dollars and it goes, because a lead lawsuit, a LLC won't protect you. Right. It actually penetrates the LLC and go to your individual assets. Mm -hmm. And so in order to protect ourselves, I'm not telling everybody what to do, but I'm just saying to protect ourselves because one of our partners is a lawyer, we make all our properties lead free. So when they came to sue us, we, tried to, we got sued twice. But we won because when the city came to inspect for lead, they didn't find any lead. Mm -hmm. So then the, the tenant that's trying to sue everybody, they could go down the line and sue every landlord that they've been to house. And you don't have to be on the lease. Somebody can just come visit the house for one day and sue you. So they can't test it for high lead. lead levels. So by us having all our houses lead free, the city will come in and test us. And when they see it wasn't any lead in there, then we, exempt from the lawsuit, they gotta go to the next landlord. But as soon as they find a landlord that have lead, ele elevated lead levels, then they can focus on them and sue them. One million dollar lawsuit, most most people don't have a million in the bank, so that's gonna bankrupt them pretty much. Yeah, I, the lead, so I'm gonna say, in cities like Baltimore, if you're doing any rehab, Baltimore, Philly, um, Detroit, Chicago, lead paint is a big thing in a lot of the older cities. And, uh, we, we had one with the CDC, man. We bought a property. We bought a property off the wholesale market. But when we bought it, we didn't know it had already been cited for lead. You, I don't know this story. Yeah. And so because that, it wasn't cited by the city, it was cited by the health department. But we didn't know that. It was in the city records. Somehow they didn't catch that. It was during COVID. I'm not blaming the city. I'm not going you know, point my fingers at the bureaucracy. All I'm just going to say real quick is it cost us an extra $20,000 to do lead abatement because we had to get a lead a licensed lead um, abatement company to get the lead away. Now, I'm gonna be honest, I saw what they did. They do nothing different than what we did. Only thing I saw they did was they supposed to have on the, the suits and they supposed to do, you know, spray the wet the stuff down, which some of that they did do. Sure a lot of it was just a real, a regular demo, <laughs> a regular demo, um, which our guys would do. Um, not, listen, I'm not trying to say cut corners, but I'm just trying to say lead is a big, it's a big thing, make sure, you know, and that's why it's important. I would go the route I was telling you to go. Do lead free. A lot of people do lead 
uh, reduction, I guess that's when you encase it. Yeah, yeah, they encase the, the, the lead or something like that. Right. Encapsulate, encapsulate. So, but yeah, when I found out um, that piece about you don't even have to be on the lease. So you could just go visit your friend, go visit your grandma, and somebody test positive and lead was in that property, you could technically be held liable for that. Yes. And you didn't even know, like you were just renting a property and somebody's cousin, somebody's grandson or daughter could come visit and uh, they can say they were exposed to lead in your property and, and you could be held liable. And you know, we live in a litigious society. So, um, you know, just make sure you protect yourself um, with respect to that. So like, so now we think we should be focusing on maybe getting some units and acquiring some units. Because yeah. um, one of the things I, I want to figure out, man, we can talk about it a little bit, is how do we, like, how do I take my, my units? So if I got 10 units, and let's say they're all valued at 150, right? 150 to 175. Um, and I'm like 50% equity in them. Okay, you're in for 75,000. So I'm in for 75. So I got about 75,000. Times ten, right? right? I guess in equity. So you're saying that's on seven fifty, right? How can I try to maybe leverage that, you know, to do something else? Like if I want to do a larger development, if I wanted to buy some land and develop it, or maybe like for you know, our dream is one day to do hard money ourselves. Right? How, how can right. we leverage that's that? Talk about that. Well, like, well, when I started, I started like ninety nine two thousand. So by two thousand and four, two thousand and five, I had forty seven properties, right? But I didn't know what I was doing. I just was buying them and fixing them up and renting them. So I really didn't know the business back then. Um, and somebody introduced me to a banker. I didn't even know what a bank, I thought a banker was somebody who just worked at the bank. This guy actually works with companies. So he came to me, met with me in my office. He did a spreadsheet for me with all my properties, how much income coming in, how much equity was the properties worth. And he's like, as long as you got, this is something I never forget. As long as you got income and assets, this is what he told me. I don't know if it was true or not. He said, as long as you got income and assets, you're really not a big risk to the bank, right? So we valued all my properties at a certain amount. He said, all of them put together is worth this amount. I only owe this amount. So he could give me a line of credit for this amount. Right. It just secured a line of credit with some of my properties. Wow. So he gave me a big old line of credit. Just, and I didn't have, just securing it with my properties because I'd accumulated enough properties and enough equity in the properties. Right. to use for collateral yeah. on a line of credit. So that's that's basically how I got my big start. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think, so I think man, that's good, man. Because I, I think that's the thing where I think people need to think about scaling up. You know, it's one thing to have three or four or five units, but then taking some of that money. But even if you take that equity out, just bank it, you know, yeah. or you invest in the stock market if you want to do that. Or you know, I know people may be going against crypto now, but, you know, you can get into this other stuff you can get into. Or if you take that money out, like you got send a child or grandchild to college, like you yeah. can take that money out, yeah. send your grandchild, you know, to, to law school or to somebody's yeah. school. It's so, been a blessing. It yeah, got my kids all the way through school. Yeah. And then you can just just accumulate your assets, and I would just let the bank hold it and yeah. just tell them to give you a million dollars. Yeah. Just let me get a million, you can hold my properties. Yeah, and you can take a million, you can flip that in a three million easy. Right, right. So I mean. I encourage people to try to accumulate their assets. Yeah. It's a simple process. Like I, I keep telling everybody, it's very simple. Yeah. It's just you gotta know the right people, have the relationships, and, and know the procedures. You know, yeah. you know, know the strategy. That's it. Yeah, take time. And I think times like this, like a lot of people are smart enough to know when these trends come, maybe to cash out or to do something different. Um, so I think that's just something, you know, you gotta be 
um, intentional about it. And I think, you know, the, 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 the critical point is, we've been talking about this, surround yourself with people. Mm -hmm. Surround yourself with good relationships. You've been talking about Trustworthy that. people. Yeah, you've been, we've been talking about that, man. Like, building good relationships. But I think also, sometimes, just having conversations with people, because you kind of get to see where people are, right. what the trends are, how, how people are moving with real estate, um, investment. Um, there are a lot of people doing some good work. Obviously, there are a lot of people that are shady. But, um, yeah, I mean, but I think for me, I'm never a type of person that wouldn't have a conversation with right. somebody, right? Um, because even that person who may be doing some unscrupulous business practices can teach you something. There's always some lessons in that. Mm -hmm. All right, so we get ready to stop um, for a little break. But we're going to got to shout out our hand radio family, King Richard Good. My man Greg is on the sound doing our Greg. technician stuff today for us. And uh, again, man, thank y'all for tuning in. Go to the Real Estate Podcast on all social media platforms. Um, we on Instagram, underscore, Real Estate underscore podcast. Real Estate Podcast on, uh, on LinkedIn and Facebook. And uh, definitely go to Sky Miles LLC for any of your mentoring programs, any properties you want to buy, sell, or rent. And um, we look forward to checking y'all out uh, very soon. We're going to take y'all to a couple of our properties. You're going to see that a little later in the show, some of the work we're doing right now. Some great work we're doing in West Baltimore redeveloping um, a community that has been challenged that has not gotten a lot of investment in the last few years. Yes. So see y'all in a few. Oh, Five doors down is another one that we're working on. So it was a total gut rehab as well. So we basically gutted this down, framed it back up, and you can see how we're doing the um, mechanicals in here, the, the plumbing, the electric, and the um, HVAC. So it's almost done and ready for inspection. Let me show y'all that. We gotta do the whole porch. Everybody else got porches. We gotta put a porch on there. This layout is a little different. In this one, we decided to expose the brick on this side. Um, we gonna, we ran it recess lights up here. So once we put the shiny stuff on the bricks and the lights shining off the recess lights on the bricks, we think that's gonna give that a certain appeal because this one doesn't have the lights on the step. But we think we got another appeal with this one. And the one down the street that we doing, a couple more doors down, we doing the tray ceiling with the recessed light and exposed brick. So we just trying to give a different appeal to each house to make it a little bit more marketable. So this is a 2910. This is another one of the properties that we're doing with the West North Avenue Revitalization Project. So, um, as Mr. David said, you come on in, open full plan, the concept is what everybody wants. So again, we'll do the L shape in the kitchen. There will be a bar here, countertop, kitchen sink, cabinetry, 
refrigerator. And then there's a half bath there on the end. Then if you turn around here, you see uh, wash and dryer stackable. Um, because this basement is kind of short. So some of these houses, when you think about the codes that was when they were built 40s and 50s, are very different now. And so, you know, basically it's a short basement, the expense of digging out the basement didn't weigh the cost, didn't matter. So we figured we would just put the wash and dry here, clean the basement up, make it nice and easy if they want to just have it for storage. You see the ductwork is already done. The recessed lights have already been run. Again, like I'll say exposed brick, that's another little feature we're gonna do. We're gonna keep that exposed brick over there so we'll glaze that brick so it looks nice and shiny. So just another little feature to give it a pop. Mr. David can take you upstairs. Again, we'll have two full bathrooms upstairs uh, as, long as, as well as a master, master, master bathroom. And in this house, we had to do all new floors. We had to, we had to rebuild all the floors. So as you can see, we got the we got the floorboards in here, the, and we put all new staircases in here. So everything in this house is new from the roof to the floors and the staircases. Watch this guy. This one is slightly different. We put all three bedrooms upstairs in here. So as you can see in here, this is gonna be the doorway to the bedroom. So when you come in the bedroom, right there is gonna be a full bath. That's the door when you're coming in the bathroom, right? This is the bedroom and the closet gonna be right here. So this is basically gonna be a master bedroom with a full bath. Somebody had a scar, whoever lived here years ago, we like they had the Scarface thing with a Miami thing in here. And then we come back here, we put the middle bedroom right here. The hallway bath right here. And then if you come right here to the bedroom, it's gonna be the back bedroom. So, as you can see, all the duct work is done in past inspection. All the plumbing is done in past inspection. All the electric is done in past inspection. This is the this is the first inspection. So all of that's past the first inspection. So it's called the roughing inspection. So you gotta get the framing inspection. Once that's done, we'll put the insulation in. Then we start drywalling, and it'll take us 30 days from that point to finish the house and get ready to show. We got, so we contracted with Sky Mile. So as I told y'all, I'm wearing a couple hats now. In addition to, to doing some consulting with Sky Miles, I'm executive director of Copper Heights CDC. This is one of the properties on the West North Avenue Revitalization Project. So you can see here, we just got the windows in, built some frames around the windows, and our general contractor, Mr. Al Davis, real estate guru, I call him. So we out here just taking a look at after the rain yesterday. So as you can see up top here, uh, we need to put some gutters in. The roof has been done, but we haven't put the gutters on. And we got to do some points work around the bricks. So we're just kind of looking at that today. So what do you think, Al? Yeah, it looks good. The windows was put in the other day, so we've got to fill in the bricks. We're also working on another one right down there, like where the new door is down there. So if we get all this stabilized, pretty much stabilized so that the the rainwater won't get in and damage the uh, the plywood floors and things like that. We should be okay. And if you come in, we show you some of the stuff that we're doing on the inside to get the house prepared for the, for the inspection, for the building inspection, the um, HVAC inspection, the plumbing inspection, and electrical inspection. So we show you. As you can see, all the all of the properties we get drawings. 
when we first start doing the properties, we get drawings of where the layout is, where the kitchen gonna go, where the bedroom's gonna go, the bathroom's gonna go. And then our guys come in and follow the drawings and they frame the whole house up accordingly. So in this house, we put in a, a bathroom in the back and this is gonna be the kitchen where all the cabinets are gonna go and the refrigerator gonna go right here, so. We're gonna do something, we're gonna do something special with this property. So you're gonna, gonna tell you. It's gonna be an L come out right here. So right here, it'll be like a bar. So you have like two, two seats for stool on this side you face and then you see here, the plumbing is already in for the kitchen. So this will be rest of the countertop cabinets. Refrigerator be there. So this will be an open concept. If you go look here, so you can see as you're coming in the front door, this, is, this will all be totally open. Concept. So you can see the plumbing is already done. Uh, the HVAC is run. The electrical is pretty much in. And so it's, it's, it's pretty much, uh, we're going moving along according to the schedule. See the recess lights in the ceiling? Recess lights. Yes, sir. So now the windows are in. So it's looking good. I'll show you downstairs real quick. I'm going to show you the light things. All right. Here's something we added. I know people are copy on this one. Like they did my tray ceilings in the other property. So this is something Melvin wanted us to do in here. When you come up and you step on the stairs, the staircase is gonna light up as you're going up and down the stairs. So that's a feature that we're putting on just for marketing purposes, curb appeal, things of that sort. So Melvin thought it'd be nice to put that in here to go along with the recess lights and things of that sort. So that's something else that we got in here. So go ahead, Mel, you go ahead. So yeah, so again, this is like I said, one of the properties, West North Family Revitalization Project. And we are, we having this process. When this house will be done, it'll be a three bedroom, two bathroom, two, uh, a master, master bath upstairs, a bathroom in the hall, so two baths, two bedrooms upstairs. Um, it'll be a half bath downstairs and another full bath in the basement with a bedroom, uh, of course, a, a seating area um, and a bedroom actually in the basement. So. A nice, these nice homes, nice spaces, trying to rebuild the community. And so um, we certainly keep you up to date, up posted when we, uh, up to date and posted when we actually finish. Yeah, keep up keep up with us on our Instagram and all, and all that stuff so we let y'all know the process of the property. So I like doing the before, doing and after videos and pictures so that way you can get a good idea how we do our properties. And upstairs, so how this is gonna work is you'll put the, the, the hallway in, um, this will be uh, a master bath right here. So we'll be able to build a hallway. It'll be a door to come in the master bathroom. Master bedroom, so there's a master bath. Come here, it's a master bedroom. Closet here, so everything is framed. Ductwork is already run. Electrical is already in. We're making good, good progress here. Got some pretty decent ceilings, some height in here as well. Come on to the back. Hallway closet here. Go in the back. There's another bedroom. Bath, full bath, closet, another bedroom. So it's almost like, in a sense, it's almost like two master bath bedrooms upstairs. But it's just kind of the way it's cut because this house has this little alcove sort of cut in the middle. It took away from the third bedroom. So just to kind of open it up and try to do it differently. That's why we put a full bedroom in the basement so you can still get three bedrooms out of this property so we didn't want to chop up the bedroom size so you can see this is a pretty large long bedroom right here there's plenty of light got a window on the side 
two light, uh, two windows on the back, and uh, good stuff. Also, you know, sometimes with these third bedroom houses, uh, there's no natural light, so that's a drawback too. So that's why we cut it like this. But I think it's gonna be a good house uh, for homeowner, first-time homeowner, home buyer. Check us out, Sky Miles LLC. Hey family, how y'all doing? This is Melvin Dickens. And I'm Al Davis. We're coming to you from the Real Estate Podcast. Listen, we just want to thank everybody, man, for our one-year anniversary. I cannot believe one year has gone by since we launched the Real Estate Podcast. Al, it's been an amazing year, man. Yeah, I enjoy it thoroughly. Thanks to all our guests. Thanks for everybody who supported us. To like and subscribe. Certainly want to thank Ham Radio family. Um, Richard Good Ham Radio. You can catch us every Monday at 6 p.m., Catch us on all social media platforms. Also, please, we want to thank all of our guests so far this year. Brother Khalil Upta, Charm City Buyers, Mark Owens, Mark Owens Properties. Uh, Pete Pekovic. Yeah, Pete Pekovic, Victoria Properties. Jeffrey P. Schiller with True Title. Yes, Jeffrey Schiller, Mr. Teresa Stevens for DHCD. And my brother, Kimoy Martin. Can't forget him, Kimoy Martin, Super, Super Guy Adventures. And all our other guests, if we miss you, we just want to shout everybody, all our friends and supporters. Please check us out, Real Estate Podcast. YouTube, our YouTube channel, please subscribe. Please like and subscribe. Don't forget about our, our, our SKY Miles, M Y L E S, and our mentor program if you want to do any research on that. Peace.